Hey, what's up? This is Chris Gray, and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Nice, Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. It was billed as a clash of heavyweights. France, the former champions, the defending champions, and Argentina, the South American champions. It was billed as a clash of continents, Europe and South America. It was billed as a clash of stars, Mbappe and Messi. And in the end, it served up arguably the greatest final of all time. And in it, the winners... Argentina, La Albi Celeste. They rule the world and Messi has finally bagged his World Cup. It's five past six on your favorite station, ZFM Stereo, my station, your station. This is ZFM Sport, the Monday after the Sunday that we witnessed a spectacle in Qatar 2022. In the studio, Barry Manandi and Mike Mordoda. The man behind the desk is Sean Tafirenika. We'll be talking about the World Cup, the match, and taking a look at the tournament itself and what are some of the things that we learned and, of course, who were the biggest winners and losers coming out of Qatar 2022. And we want you to be part of that conversation. Get in touch with us on 0731-168-045. That's our WhatsApp platform, 0731-168-045. We are also on Twitter and Facebook where you can follow and interact with at ZFM Sport. Barry, your initial thoughts on that final my goodness what a spectacle yeah I'm glad you said the greatest of all time I think it was the greatest final of all time I think it had everything it had uh, we had drama it was listen we had one team being dominant for a very long period of time where it looked like it was going one way and then there was a twist in the plot there was a plot twist uh, that we all couldn't understand and we thought it was going another way then seemed like it was going the other way and, and ultimately we ended with penalties and listen if anyone doesn't love the beautiful game after yesterday's final, well, they don't have a heart. Absolutely. And I think football cementing its place at the very top, at the very top of a world sport. That's what we are talking about. And today, of course, sadly, is our final show of the year 2022. What a season it has been. But before we get to the meat of the matter, our power play on Manic Monday. Hi, my name is Rune Shamba, my Tourier's Super Striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. 
My goodness, what a game it was. Uh, but uh, before we get there, we're going to give you a local sports news roundup. We have rugby, we have cricket, and we have football news, of course, uh, out of the domestic uh, premiership. Uh, but just a reminder again that uh, ZFM Sport is available as a podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Simply search for ZFM Sport and subscribe. Don't forget our WhatsApp platform, which is going absolutely nuts at the moment. 0731168045. Your local sports news roundup with Barry. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. All right, let's start with rugby news. Lawe Metropolitan Rugby Football Board held their annual rugby awards over the weekend at the ceremonial home of rugby, uh, Hartsfield Rugby Grounds, where Matabellan and Warriors backline player Exalted Tomu uh, took home the top accolade. Uh, the event was graced by renowned rugby personnel from around the city, like BMRFB Director of Rugby, Gilbert Nyamtamba, and Zimbabwe Rugby Union South Vice President Martin Shawne. In cricket news, Fresh from recently becoming the first Zimbabwean to feature in the Women's Big Bash League, Lady Chevron star Anisu Mushangwe is poised to make another major milestone in her career. Mushangwe has been named in the South Australian Scorpion squad ahead of the start of the Women's National Cricket League. We're wrap it up with football news. We're old arch rivals. The Highlanders and Dynamos are set to clash in the Unity Day Challenge Cup at Barberfield Stadium on Thursday. The invitational match will be part of the Unity Day celebrations on the 22nd of December. <laughs> ZFM stereo is untouchable. Jogo Bonito, Tiki Taka, Total Football. It's a football celebration where only the best are invited. Messi, Ronaldo, Neymar, Benzema. The stars come out to play. On your Qatar 2022 World Cup update on CFM Sport. He was beautiful. He was the point of difference. He has always been the point of difference. Unparalleled. And maybe today there will, of course, always be those who argue, always be those who debate. And the debate can rage on if you like. in the world that his heart most desired it is hard to escape the supposition that he has rendered himself today the greatest of all time Z the voice of uh, Peter Drury there, of course, uh, talking about Lionel Messi, who says that he knew God was going to give him the 2022 World Cup as one of the most exciting World Cup finals of all time was won on penalties by Argentina after Kylian Mbappe had scored a hat-trick to force the shootout. Messi has also said that he will not retire from international football, insisting he wants to continue playing as a world champion. Uh, my goodness, Alois, that game, that game will live long in the memory. Great game. You know, uh, nostalgia, excitement, you know, everything that you want in a football match. You know, I was talking about it with, uh, with a few friends on social media and somebody was uh, comparing it to the 1986 World Cup. Yes, the 1986 World Cup was great, to be honest, but it cannot 
get greater than this one. You know, all the ingredients, you know, two zero, France down, and everybody thought they were down and out. They come back last 15 minutes, two two, and suddenly it's extra time. And before you know anything, Argentina has, got, has taken it. Three two, everybody is down and out from France. But all of a sudden, it's three three. And then there was this last minute save from from Loris on the other side, and another save from Martinez on the other side. You know, match winning saves mm. from both sides, mm. and then penalties. And then what? What else do you want? As a football fan, yeah. you're watching yeah. football. You get you got the whole complete package. Everything that you need to be watching and, and in a football match was right there. And the, and the thing is that the 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 divide, because. I don't think anybody last night was neutral. <laughs> there was the people yeah, 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 some people yeah, yeah. actually decided <laughs> when the match started to say, "Okay, I like Argentina, so I'm going to back Argentina." Some people will say, "Okay, I'm backing France." After the game actually started, yes. and the fact that people's emotions were so seized, so engaged, yeah, guys, when you when you and, and listen, this is no slight on my older sister. She she's not a football fan. Mm-hmm. When she phones me and says that she was watching the match and enjoyed it, everybody was watching. Yeah, I mean, if, <laughs> she was watching. was watching. Everyone, everyone watched that game and everyone, no doubt, uh, enjoyed that game. I mean, uh, Messi opening the scoring for Argentina uh, from the penalty spot. And then Argentina, of course, a fantastic counter-attack to go 2-0 up. Oh, they were coasting uh, after 80 minutes. Uh, it looked like, you know, they'd done it all. They were dominating. France hadn't come to the party, but then it took uh, an inspired substitution, Barry. That Moani guy who came yeah, on, yeah. my goodness, he turned the game on its head because he was direct, he was pacey and he occupied the centre-backs and in the end he stole that ball from Otamendi put the defender under pressure, made him panic he pulled him down, brought him down and that was just the chance that Mbappe was looking for to ignite a bit of magic Most certainly, Um, I'm also going to include in there Marcus Turam because I I think the substitution of uh, Benzema and uh, Dembele going out Uh, Giroud, sorry (laughs) (laughs) Giroud and, and, and Dembele uh, going out I think was was uh, a masterstroke by Deschamps because mm. I, he realized that those two were being beaten not only for organization they were also being beaten for power the two he put on Marcus Turam and the, the boy you pointed out Kolo Moane they came on with yes pace but also with power yes. and you strength. can see that they they, they, they they put that strength in their game and as a result they, they made that, that back four of Argentina uh, back on the heels uh, they were rocking a little bit there and as a result uh, conceded the penalty that then brought uh, France back into the game and then uh, the second goal the equaliser Alois I mean a wonderful goal I mean that volley uh, from Kylian Mbappe just taking it uh, first time you know before the goalkeeper was able to settle the technique the placement the power on that shot I mean that's not easy to execute you see Mike uh, it takes confidence confidence is number one in that confidence in belief in yourself that I can do this I'm telling you 99% of top strikers in the world would have taken a touch with that ball yeah. you would have taken a touch control yeah. it first agree that, yeah. and make sure but because he is so composed but usually when you take that touch what does the keeper do that the keeper will come and spread himself yeah closer to you and closes that angle but he opted to take it first time and like you're saying the execution the technique 
everything yeah, was on point. The, the power. The, I mean, I mean, the goalkeeper point. got a hand to it, yeah. but it was hit the so power. well. Uh, the power, everything about that goal was just absolutely excellent and uh, an excellent goal uh, to take us, of course, uh, to, <laughs> to, to extra time. Extra time. And, and when the game gets to extra time, it's really now about courage, it's about willpower, character. it's about character, it's about fitness. It seemed the momentum was with France was first, heading yeah. into the full-time whistle, but Argentina, like they did against the Dutch, were able to compose themselves yeah. uh, in extra time, get back to playing like they had been uh, in the first half and in the early stages of the second half. And of course, they took the lead uh, from Lionel Messi. Yeah. They thought they'd won the game. Yes, the, 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 and in truth, by all accounts, I think everybody thought that they'd won the game. I th- I th- everybody thought that it was over because at the time that was left, it was in the second half of extra time. Uh, uh, until then, Argentina was dominating again, mm. uh, was what was on top of things. Uh, their ball rotation was back. They were passing the, the thing around. They were enjoying playing with a plumb. And, and it looked like there was one-way traffic. So, so, can, so can, I, can I tell people what happened? Yeah. So about the 114th minute, I called Barry. <laughs> uh, and we, we are on the phone. We are talking as well, watching the game. And uh, then I say to Barry, Penalty. And as we were speaking, as we were talking, yep. Penalty to for, for France. For, for France. The, yes, for the 3-3. I, 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 I could see it because you know what? At that stage of the game, Alois, yeah. uh, when they're just a few minutes, uh, the nerves set in. Nerves. Yeah. This is not an ordinary game. No. This is a game where Argentina were looking at winning their first World Cup since 1986. Yeah. The weight of history. Okay? And then secondly... The weight of expectation. They had 80% of the fans yep. in the stadium backing them. Yep. Defenders are bound to get nervous. They're beha- yep. bound to make mistakes and throw themselves, and, and, and throw themselves yeah. because you know what? They're desperate. They're trying to clear the ball. Mbappe was looking it, like he could do something. So they were help. panicking. It yeah. didn't help to, yeah. have a, to, to play against a player like Mbappe. Yeah. He yeah. was sickizering them. He was <laughs> doing all sorts. The trickery. So now everybody was panicking. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the Vulavala. Show me your numbers, everything he was doing. So that one, I thought, yeah, they were panicking. They yeah. because he was he had the ball in, in total control in the box and he pushed it on this side and everyone went, wow, show yeah. me your number. The second time, everybody. So by the time he hit that shot, people didn't know what to do. I think the defender did his best. There was nothing else that he could do. And, and, and the reason he may have done that, Barry, is because, you know what, we've seen Mbappe score that sort of goal. Yes. yes. Uh, exactly. Time and time again, it whether it's for France, whether it's for PSG, that yes. is a goal that Mbappe scores quite regularly. Yeah, so that defender was very wary of, of allowing that, yeah. the ball to pass the defensive wall. Yeah. So he threw himself at the ball and the inevitable happened. It hit his hand, which was away from his body. Yeah. It was a penalty Mbappe completes his hat trick they head into the penalty shootout with momentum but the problem is Argentina had Martinez yeah he was I think the more confident of the two keepers Emi Martinez uh, he's done it over and over again Uh, those uh, to the uninitiated Emi Martinez has done this at Copa uh, for Argentina Uh, he he, he he's done it for Villa he's he's done it for Villa he's he's a consummate penalty stopper and so going into penalties, I think Argentina was quietly confident, knowing that Emiliano Martinez. Well, let's hear from the Argentine shot stopper Emiliano Martinez, who spoke after the penalty shootout. We had 
had to dig deep in this game. Everything was under control, and then they made it 2-2. One thing we said, we knew that it was our destiny to suffer. And after that, I did what I had to do. This is what I have always dreamt of. I could never have imagined a World Cup final like this one. I have no words. Did he get to the French uh, penalty takers' heads, uh, Alois? Because uh, we saw he's got a certain style that he approaches. He is very aggressive. He is very loud. He's willing to engage in gamesmanship. In fact, he was actually given a yellow card uh, during the penalty shootout by the referee because he kept trying to come and confront the penalty takers. Did he manage to just, you know what, get in their heads in that moment? Yeah, I think I think he did. You know, he actually showed that he is confident and the arrogance also uh, helped him. You know, we have always said that, you know, if you are a footballer with, with no arrogance, sometimes you don't succeed. He has got a lot of them and that confidence that he has got, you know, that arrogance, the positive mm. arrogance. And the number one... Uh, uh, I think the number one part that I can actually attribute to, to Martinez is his movement before the penalty is taken. Mm. A lot of goalkeepers, they go one way and they go the other most of the time. But Martinez swung three, four times. Yeah. You go ta 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 So if you don't decide... He then forces you to make your mind. You don't know which way he may be going. Exactly. So if you are a striker who wants to strike that ball, if you don't make that decision... To say I'm going to hit it, no matter how he is moving, I'm gonna hit it. That's the one, that's the trick that Mbappe mastered. So, Mbappe went three times uh-huh. for the three penalties. So, hit so, them the same so, way. So that that then explains the save for Kingsley Coleman. Yes, uh, yes. because he saves that and he saves that quite comfortably. Yeah. Then there's Chomeni. Uh, he he comes in, and because of what Martinez does on the line, yes. and because of his reputation, yeah. that you know what. I know, but I'm a pena. Yeah. Because remember, the French players don't just have it that Kingsley Coleman abatru a pena. They're also thinking, you know what? This guy saved penalties versus the Dutch. Yes. Yeah. This guy uh, got, uh, got got uh, Argentina into the Copa America final yes. uh, in that semi-final penalty shootout win versus Colombia. Yeah. He's done it for Villa. So that's all in the back of their minds. Does that f- force uh, Chomeni? To overcompensate. Yeah, he overcompensates. He tries to, to, to put it right into the corner uh, and as a result, then uh, pushes it outside the bar. And uh, listen, that, that that gives Argentina uh, the impetus. Also on, on Emi Martinez, uh, wh- what it does is that the penalty taker invariably hmm. goes where they can generate the most power. So, so you'll find they, that they go to their stock penalty. They yeah. go to their stock penalty. For the last three, four days. So you'll find the right-footed penalty takers are likely to put it to his right. So because because you can you can you, you're, you're, you're closing off. Power. You generate the most power, and you're, you're, you what you're saying to yourself is even if he guesses right, mm-hmm. I want to beat him for power. Mbappe, like, like what Mbappe did. Yeah, Mbappe yes. did that. Case in point, three times. Three bang, times. bang, Same bang. One. Same penalty, stock penalty in the same uh, the same corner. The left the left uh, players. Good. I yeah. guess the height of the penalty was good. These Correct. boys, they were low. They went low, and he got. Them. So what he then does is he knows your stock penalty, and then he goes where your stock penalty is. And Kingsley Coleman is, is evidence. Uh, Chomeni uh, overcompensates, goes on the other. Right, uh, join us in this conversation. Uh, we all on WhatsApp zero seven three one one six eight zero four five. The fan zone is coming up straight after our play of the day. We'll be trying to read as many of your messages as we can. Uh, a message here, of course, uh, that uh, came in, says, hi, my favourite sports uh, broadcasting team in the country. 
It was a spectacular game of football yesterday. Mm. What a match and I am happy with the outcome. Keep your messages coming in. Now, we may be tempted to carry on talking about the players because you know what? That is always the temptation uh, on big games of this nature as far as finals are concerned. But let us also talk about the men in the dugout. The guys that picked the teams, the guys that set up the tactics. And of course, the World Cup winning coach was Lino Scaloni, the former Argentine international. He says that the World Cup final was insane. Now I feel calm. I would like to talk about the match not only about the fact that we are World Cup winners the match was completely insane and for me as a coach I know that we had a good match we could have won it in the first 90 minutes however it wasn't possible I wasn't lucky enough we had a great performance in this match. And what about my feelings? Well, I have the best feelings ever. Uh, that's the Argentina manager, Lionel Scaloni. Of course, just to run through uh, his uh, coaching team here, the two ass- or the three assistant coaches, uh, Pablo Aima. Walter Samuel and Roberto Ayala. And the goalkeeper's coach was Martin Tocali Alois. Those are players, or should I say, former players players, who all played together. Uh, When you take a look at some of the best players that Argentina produced uh, over the last two decades, you have to talk about Roberto Ayala Ayala. and Walter Samuel, that uh, famous uh, centre-back partnership. And then, of course, Pablo Aima. Before we were talking about the likes of Lionel Messi and the likes of Eden Hazard, there was little Pablo Pablo Aima at Valencia. (laughs) And it speaks into a, a, a coaching setup of friends and of guys with chemistry. Yes, I, I think uh, that that also does the trick. You know, sometimes it brings the uh, the the companionship, the mm. camaraderie in the in the in the in the in the squad. It rubs off to the players as well. You see, when they, when they see the coaches are all friendly, lovey-dovey, and you know, close to each other, and it it just rubs off. And it it so happens usually when you are having your luxury time, mm. you know, leisure time, when you are having your meals, when you are going out for for those re- recuperation, regeneration training. You see the the way they get along, and players naturally mm. take take it up. So I actually think that in the Argentinian camp there is so much unity. Okay, there's a harmony there. There's so much harmony, and add to the fact that they also were playing for Lionel Messi. Yeah. And the same time so this come to, together that's why you can actually see from the statements from the argentinian players they felt that this is theirs they actually felt with the, that this destiny was, this, yeah. the destiny, destiny was pushing them yes and, and, and very one of the key things as well just to build on um uh, what of course alois was saying is, is the fact that you know communication especially in technical teams is something that's key. Yeah. Uh, and when you're friends and when you are peers, uh, there is an approachability, 
uh, and there's an openness for ideas. Yeah. Uh, you know, there isn't the boss and assistant type thing. And we've seen that uh, with these guys. You know what? There's a camaraderie. Uh, yeah. And uh, that just makes the whole setup between the technical team and the playing staff themselves just one unit. Yeah. Argentina have been a team at the World Cup. No, they have been a team. And uh, it, like you quite rightly point out, it, it spills over onto the players. Uh, the coaching staff, are they trust each other. Uh, you can see it when uh, a substitute is being made. Uh, Walter Samuel is the one who's, who's uh, briefing the player. Uh, Leonardo Scaloni is not even involved in that. He's concentrating on what's happening with the with the, uh, the 10 outfield players that are on the field of play and their movements. Uh, so when you can divide work in that fashion, trust each other to that extent, it can only breed success. It can only build success. How about Didier Jechamp, uh, Alois? Uh, you take a look, of course, at uh, the selections he made. Uh, it seemed that uh, France finished stronger than it started. Uh, and there's a feeling there that, you know what, there were certain players that certainly were more capable, that were sitting on the bench, that could have really taken the game to Argentina. Yeah, uh, sometimes, you know, these, these things you can only discover when it's happening, when they get in and actually do produce. Because obviously, they, he had to go with the tried and trusted players. Uh, Giroud, he had, to, he had to play, your Dembele and them. We didn't know what these other young boys that came on were going, were going, to, were going to do, but they actually delivered. But one thing that I liked about, about Didier is he trusted them. You know, he didn't wait for the second half. You know, my many coaches on the yeah, yeah, yeah. But 37, 40, 39 minutes, mm. he was like, no, 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 I've seen enough. It's not working. This guy is yeah, not, not working. working. We are two down, two, two zero down. Pull them off. We, he pulled them Pull off them right off, now so then, that they get the momentum. Yeah. And they actually got the momentum going into the second half because they had started already five minutes in the second half plus the injury time. And they got on. They were already warm enough. And they started from there. I thought that was actually a tactical masterclass from Tite because he trusted his boys on the bench. You're the one who called them to the national team. Mm-hmm. So you got to trust them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you got to trust, trust them. them. And you know, sometimes uh, it's easy for us, Barry, isn't it, to say that uh, just because a player has shined off the bench, we say, No. Uh, uh, they, they may not have actually had the same impact had they started. Yeah. It doesn't follow. It doesn't follow because uh, your your opponent is not at the same level. Remember, your opponent has played 40 minutes of high-intensity football, especially with the intensity that Argentina was playing. Mm. Uh, so you're coming on, you're fresh, you've got the ability to then do things that maybe you may not have been able to do when Argentina or your opponent is actually fresh and Didier Deschamps just a quick one uh, listen I, I think to an extent he was willing to try he went for this yeah. <laughs> if anyone went got for it. this it's, 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 yeah. a, it's a final so, Didier, uh, this is it there are no prizes for finishing seconds and, and, and that's why I think he made the early <laughs> substitution also guys let's not forget that uh, young Anzani uh, Toki vibes uh, Kamavinga Kamavinga <laughs> ended up as a left back guys in in the French lineup, who would have thought that Kamavinga could play left back? He was playing left back, and he was facing. I think he was facing Acuna and Montiel, and actually outplayed them <laughs> on that left in that left back position. So that's a coach for me who is saying, "I want to win this final." Zero seven three one zero one six eight zero four five. We're going to be reading your messages, and they are coming in in droves. That number again: zero seven three one one six eight zero four five. Before, of course, we take you around the world in sixty with some international sports news just to confirm of course that the news that came out of Qatar that Messi despite being 35 says that he wants to carry on playing for 
his country. This on the day, of course, that Karim Benzema has announced that he has retired from international football with France. 97 caps for Le Bleu. 37 goals for Karim Benzema who unfortunately wasn't able to take part in Qatar. So hang on to your hats everybody. We're going to take of course our play of the day and then it's the fan zone where you get to have your say your way. In the meantime, let's take around the world in 60. Stops in Australia, England as well as the US. <laughs> ZFM Stereo is untouchable. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. Let's start in Australia where selectors may be faced with a tough call between retaining Scott Boland or replacing him with regular paceman Josh, Josh Hazelwood uh, as the hosts look to seal a series win over South Africa at the Boxing Day Test in Melbourne. Uh, Boland uh, slotted in for the injured Hazelwood in the second and final test against the West Indies as well as the Proteus Series opener in Brisbane which Australia won by six wickets yesterday. In England, Steve Borthwick uh, has been appointed the new head coach of England's rugby union team team following the sacking of Eddie Jones. The former England captain joins the national side from Leicester Tigers uh, taking defence coach Kevin Sinfield, uh, Sinfield uh, with him. He played lock in 57 tests for England uh, from 2001 to 2010 and captained the side 21 times. We'll land in the United States with Nikola Jokic lit up the NBA weekend as he set a career-high 27 rebounds in his fifth triple-double of the season as the Denver Nuggets beat the Charlotte Hornets 119-115. to His rebounds plus 40 points and 10 assists make him only the second player in NBA history to record at least 37 points, 27 rebounds and 10 assists in a game. Lock, lock, it. Ah. CFM Stereo's Untouchable. Fan Zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. You know the number 0731-168-045. Please don't try and call us on that WhatsApp platform. <laughs> it's strictly messages only. 0731-168-045. And the messages have been coming in. Good evening to you, Paul. What's up, buddy? Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, you say congratulations to Argentina and Messi. The little master has won it all. A dream come true. More messages coming in. This one reads with Portugal having a good squad than, uh, than Argentina on paper i don't understand why almost everyone was rooting for argentina than portugal uh, i don't know why, 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 why portugal i'm confused i, I think maybe yeah. out of france, france i think yeah. i was out of france, france but, yeah. but but that's not also true because where i was watching uh, from the sports club it was almost like 50 50. there, there were a lot yes. of people when uh, let me tell you this song that they were you know we were like ground. <laughs> when argentina were leading to zero there was a song mm. and guess what they were singing when 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 france equalized when mm. it was two two yeah it to change to Mbappe. Fra- <laughs> it was, it was hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. So it was almost like 50 50. Yeah. So I don't think everyone was supporting Argentina. Yeah, no, there, was there was a very the, good number of people supporting the, France, and, including and, me. Especially, I think, uh, even on the African continent, there were a lot of people, of course, who sort of like uh, could relate to France. Uh, a lot of uh, black representation yeah. in that uh, French team. Uh, and in the extra time, it actually ended up with uh, all outfield players being black players. When Didier Deschamps was now going for a chance, he's got in touch, says, hi, Team ZFM, lovely 
show. That was a great World Cup final. Happy for Messi, though sad for Mbappe. He will be a legend eventually. For France, it's now a matter of what might have been if the other players were available and of course uh, that is something that will always be there uh, for France to think you know what had Kante been fit had Pogba uh, been fit had Benzema been fit but unfortunately uh, the World Cup is unforgiving it comes around Mm -hmm. very once every four years every four years and once it's gone it's gone and uh, whoever wins it wins it Uh, and also look I'm, I'm not I'm not too much uh, on the school of thought that had those three players been available, France would have been a different outfit. I, I think perhaps they might have done a little bit worse in this in this cup. Sometimes when your star players aren't there, you, it galvanizes you and you know that what we have is what we have, guys, and you fight for one another. And I think this team fought for one another. Right, Valentine, good evening. Valentine and Mbappe is the most important player for France, not Griezmann. Is he vindicated, Barry? Have you changed your mind? I haven't. Uh, I think oh, Griezmann I, I, re- I really believe that Griezmann is the most important player for France I think he was he was shut down and I think Argentina to their credit realised that and they made sure that supply to Griezmann and from Griezmann was shut down and I think that's what gave them the dominance that they had uh, when they were able to, to press the, 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 the uh, uh, ball carrier and uh, the, Aloy surely that, that this performance uh, further vindicates your point of view yeah, I've always said this guy so, <laughs> It's Mbappe. It's it's always Mbappe. You see, with Mbappe, you you he doesn't need to be keep the few balls that he gets. He is dangerous. Mm. Even the ones that he didn't score, he, he, he delivered two dangerous crosses. That if 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 uh, those boys in the box could have actually been alert, them, yeah. yeah, they could. There, they there could was have. the one uh, cross where Mwani just Mwani just missed it. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he touched it a little bit. Yeah. He, he had couldn't have better just contact. A bit more there, contact yeah. It could have been a different story. So for me, I I I, I would maintain that Mbappe is the most important player. Of course, he doesn't play alone. Mm. You need uh-huh. a team to actually. But he is. Very, very, very important. important. You don't want to take out Mbappe in that team. If you take out Mbappe, that team is toothless. He is, is toothless. Hail King Messi, the goat. This message reads. Uh, this, of course, the messages are coming in, uh, and we're going to try and uh, read as many. Uh, the messages is coming in. Uh, what a scintillating World Cup final! Uh, it's going to take generations to match it. Uh, what made this World Cup final special was Messi proving that he's the goat, leaving naysayers eating humble pie. Uh, that is. Uh, uh, a message. I don't know who, who that is, but uh, it's not really about humble pie, is it, Barry? Uh, I, I think uh, it was not about Messi proving a point. No, it's about trying to win the World Cup. Ultimately, uh, that's what it was about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was all about. And uh, any football fan, in truth, no matter how much uh, they 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 perhaps don't like Messi or don't like Argentina I think something in the back of their minds and their hearts just felt that with his service to football it were, it was it was nice that he can sign off with a World Cup uh, I think the same would have been said for for Ronaldo had he been in the same position or anything anyone of that nature but Messi with what he's done for football how he's made us dream the one thing that was missing was a World Cup and he managed to get that yesterday Sidney Matute says hail the champions Argentina and he says I salute the outgoing champions France they gave something to put smiles on That's our faces defend, this yeah. year. Mm. What 
game and of course uh, France I mean uh, they came so close Alois to defending their crown which would have been a phenomenal achievement yeah they could have you know like you saying that those two chances in the end could have actually taken it but uh, un- unfortunately they couldn't take uh, you know Martinez was superb in that uh, in that one-on-one so they they are they really did uh, but they come, can be proud they can be proud because as defending all champions all it's very way. rare that defending champions get to the final even and to go to the final go all the way to penalties I think that's credit to France or the all the, all, all the way, definitely, Barry. I just want to respond to uh, people that are talking about naysayers. Uh. You know, football is football. It, it doesn't mean that you have supported France, then you hate Messi. There are a lot of people that supported France from the way back, from the previous World Cup. And suddenly, because Messi needs to win a World Cup, so you must support Messi to win the World Cup. It doesn't work like that. So when, like Barry said, you might be supporting France, but at the back of your mind, deep down in your heart, you, you, are, comf- you, are, you, are, you are fine with him winning good our guys but at least it's a fitting tribute to Lionel Messi mm. now if you want it doesn't go that if you are supporting France, you, yeah, you hate Messi. Hate Messi. I, I don't. I don't understand this kind of understanding. Yeah, but but, but I, and I and I totally get you, uh, Alois. And that, that's the point that a lot of people try and prove that you know what. There are people who can actually like both Messi and Ronaldo. And Ronaldo. Yes, yeah, there yeah, are people yeah, who can yeah, yeah. like both Messi and Mbappe. Yeah. It's not an either-or situation. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and unfortunately, sometimes I think fans try and paint it that way. That you know yeah. what? If you like this one, it means that you cannot like this one. Yes. Or wakato maka this one. Yeah. And so it's 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 like, just a crazy way of thinking. Like Holland and Mbappe. Mm. It, it doesn't mean if I say Holland is better than Mbappe. All of a sudden, I don't like Mbappe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or if you say Mbappe is better than Haaland, so I don't like. Yeah. I like both, but I can. I, I must have the opportunity, the choice to actually decide who is the better one yeah. out yes. of the two players that I like. And, sure. and, and the other situation as well, Barry, which is, which is important sometimes for people to notice that two players can both play well in the same game. In the same game, yeah. it's true. Yeah. So you can have two great performances in the same game. It's, and it's, yesterday it's not, we got it's, that. Yeah, and, and, and we, we got that yeah. in, in different aspects. I think um, Mbappe, it was his explosiveness. Yes. It was yeah. his decisiveness. Yeah. With Messi, it was his playmaking. playmaking uh, yeah. I mean, if you take a look at the way he was on the ball, the way he was driving that team creatively, yeah. uh, the chances that he was creating, and it's no doubt that at the end of the tournament, I think he statistically has actually created the most uh, chances this particular tournament because of the role that he's now playing for Argentina. Exactly, Mike. You know, when, when if now somebody says Messi was the, was the man of the match today because you are looking at his playmaking role mm. that he was doing and it doesn't mean you, you had Mbappe. If you say Mbappe did well, scored three goals and he was explosive and everything, it doesn't mean that somebody hates Messi. I, people now take it too personal, mm. but I don't know. I, I don't know where, where this came from because, in truth, I go back into time. I've just been tracking back when it was Figo and Zidane. We could like them both. Yes, we loved them okay. both. It we, was okay. We, 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 we could like both Ronaldo and Zidane. And Zidane, yeah. It was okay. It was, it was, it was, it was normal. Luckily, they end up playing with the same club. Yes, Zidane and Figo. We could like both Ronaldinho and Zidane. Yes. Though one was playing for Barca and one was playing for Real Madrid, and then. Somewhere along the line, it just became a bit fractious. Yes. It became toxic. Uh, I mean, and became very toxic in terms of just the, the way we support and we appreciate.
appreciate fans. Men at Pachundura says Hans Bunto Gono era home. Homeboy Wago has. Well, the show must continue. Let's take a look, of course, at the rest of the tournament and we'll try and infuse your messages in there. 0731 168 045. Style, elegance, determination, passion. Football comes alive in Qatar and on CFM Sport. Alright guys, so let's look at the tournament as a whole. Let's start with the World Cup Awards. Now Lionel Messi won the Golden Ball for the best player at this year's World Cup after leading Argentina uh, to victory in the final against France. Messi also won the award at the 2014 World Cup in Brazil where La Albi Celeste uh, fell short in the final to Germany. And uh, in truth, I don't think there can be any disputing uh, that Lionel Messi... I I think it was close though. Uh, I think it was close because uh, when you take a look at uh, Kylian Mbappe, he finished with eight goals. Eight goals, uh, in the tournament and I think he had two assists Messi had seven goals and three assists, three assists yeah. uh, but I think it was then the other variables I think that may have worked against Mbappe and so the, the two main variables being first of all uh, other contributions because they do take a look at that because that award I think now is sort of like adjudicated by that FIFA technical committee yeah. with Arsene Wenger the likes of Sunday Olise uh, and, and, and all those guys mm. so they consider other things and then the main one is who finished on the winning team? On the winning team, uh, yeah, and yeah. I think that may have weighed very heavily uh, as Messi, far yeah. uh, for Messi. Had Mbappe finished on the winning team, I believe Mbappe, Mbappe would have won would, the award. Mbappe would have won, and and, and uh, chances are uh, that as we go into awards season, uh, Messi, the ones that relate to FIFA, your FIFA, your Ballon d'Or, and all sorts, <laughs> are likely to, to lean heavily to him because he's won the World Cup. Yeah, most definitely. When it comes to those uh, those FIFA awards, obviously now they they don't look at just the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, they look at also the qualifying, and yes. the Copa America, and all that they come into effect. But I still believe that Mbappe he had a better tournament than Lionel Messi. My goodness, you know the seven goals, the eight goals that he scored, those were not just ordinary goals. Those were spectacular goals, and the way he was tormenting defenders. For me, I, th- I, th- I think I think Mbappe was outstanding. Did, did the fact, Alois, that uh, he sort of like uh, not exactly went missing, but uh, in the semi-final and the quarter-final, uh, he was a bit subdued. He was a bit subdued. Yeah. Uh, that he, way he, against him. He, the, the, I, I don't know about that, but players like that, you don't sparkle the whole ninety minutes. Mm. You have got your moments. You wait, you actually get your energy back. You actually, sometimes Joe more central position he cannot afford to kill because everything comes through him yeah. he cannot but do if you are a winger you can you can you can walk you can even walk back yeah. you can yeah. even so, so, and, so, and, so and i think the problem maybe will be that's, that's the, because what, it was it was a direct comparison a direct comparison, yes, and, and, a direct the comparison problem, and, yeah. and and that will be sort of like the the biggest problem so but anyway running through the other awards best. The, yeah golden boot uh, of course the man you just mentioned go, uh, Kylian Mbappe he finished with eight goals golden glove went to Emiliano Martinez i don't think nah, there can that be, one that there one can be nah, any that argument there. There, there's someone who was actually argue sorry i saw a message carry on sure, i'm, I'm um, going to try and pull up this message yes uh wow it'll be interesting to see who he thinks that 
uh, should have got the Golden Glove. Young player of the tournament, Enzo Fernandez, who's 21 years old. I think this is a breakthrough no tournament for him. No doubt about it. No mm. doubt about it. You know, I think that the one player that that was unlucky to finish, to go home early, yeah. was, um, what do you call the the young, 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 young Musiala. Uh, Musiala, yeah, Musiala. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, 100%. He, he is, guys, that oh, boy can he play is football. Fantastic. That uh, boy can play football. I found, found the message. Jamal Musiala. Jamal yeah. Musiala, you was unfortunate to have left early. I found the message. Uh, Divine Katsande uh, by Rydal Ridge uh, says, Hi, uh, team sports guys. I've, I hope you're well and, and okay. Uh, you always entertain us. Can I ask? Well, he wants to ask me, but uh, you can ask the team. <laughs> uh, which criteria did FIFA use on Golden Glove Award? Is it goals considered or saved? I think they should have awarded it to Bono of Morocco. That's what I think. You see, I've all, Mike, to be honest, even the Soccer Stars of the Year Awards here in Zimbabwe, they only go for clean sheets. Yeah. But for me, you can actually be a brilliant goalkeeper when your team loses 4-3. Yeah. You are outstanding. It's, for me, I want to look at the ability of the... Of, it's not your fault. But those ones that you can, you are saving them. And also... He's an interesting suggestion, but, but I think... Solidity. I think with Martinez, guys, uh, there must be a big chapter of Argentina's success story dedicated to him to exactly because uh, yeah, sure. his 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 contribution in that quarter final was phenomenal and yes bono also had his contributions in penalty shootouts yes uh for for morocco i think yeah. two penalty shootouts for morocco yes uh argentina also two penalty shooters but the difference then becomes martinez then does it in the world cup final, final. and wins the world cup, world cup final, final. So for yeah, argentina yeah, so in terms of bono, weight yeah. Yeah, uh, you nah, know what? I don't no think surprises it's there. Yeah, no, 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 Oh, awesome. Yeah, uh, usually they, they are swearing and flying <laughs> all over. I want to hear your thoughts on this because the Qatar 2022 Chief Executive Officer, Nasser Al Qatar, uh, the country's not named after him, by the way, uh, he has said the tournament will be the best World Cup for a very long time. Discuss. There's no discussion. Uh, well, I, I, I can't speak into the future. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because uh, in four years' time, we've got that tournament. It will be played in the United States, in Mexico, uh, in as well as Canada, Canada as well. Yeah. But uh, there, there, there is no telling what the Americans, and we know that the Americans are masters at showbiz. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No one does entertainment like, like the Americans. America, yeah. uh, and they would have been challenged by what they've seen in Qatar, yeah. and they will want to put on a bigger and more spectacular show. Sure, so yeah. we wait and see what the next four years will produce. But if we look back, yeah. ah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I, eh? I have thoroughly enjoyed Same. this World Same. Cup. Not just from a, 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 a punditry ex, yeah. uh, perspective, yeah. watching the, bo- the, 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 the football, even just from a fan point of view, yeah. it has been thoroughly and enjoyed. And it has delivered shocks aplenty.
Yeah, uh, to, 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 be, to be honest, uh, I thought uh, South Africa was great, yeah. uh, but uh, this one is even better. Next like Mike said, yeah. we don't know about the future, yeah. but when I look at the future, mm. Canada, Mexico, uh, America, they yeah. just, it's, it's, it's too uh, fragmented. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fragmented. This was, was, was in, in a small space. Yeah, in a compact so space. So in a compact space, the environment, you can come from here to there to there. To, so the, the atmosphere for mm. me, I was not there, yeah. but I I felt it. Talking about the atmosphere, I was, I was talking about it. the atmosphere, Louis, attendance for the final match pushed the cumulative total for this FIFA World Cup over 3.4 million spectators with an average attendance capacity of 96.3%. Awesome. So they were hitting 96.3% per game of the capacity of their stadia and they said that uh, nobody would, would attend this. Day. And not to mention TV viewership. This was phenomenal. Proper, probably awesome, Barry. And when you look at it, uh, I, the FIFA president was also boisterous about yeah. about the money they made. They say they've made, this World Cup made the most money. He would be with yeah. the start of the World Cup. He would be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was. He was. Yeah. So listen, it's 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 delivered in bucket loads. That has this World Cup. It's been phenomenal. Uh, Brass Trusa in Sky says hi, ZFM Sports Team. Since it's our last show this year, thanks for the excellent punditry from you guys. Learned a lot from you. What a final it was. France nearly pulled the game out of the fire. Brastuza, thank you so much uh, for listening. And of course, uh, we hope you have a phenomenal, phenomenal Christmas. Anzi Zaka, Gerera, Mutoko, Mukoba, Goromonzi, Sanyati, wherever you are. It's still Lionel Messi. So that's an Argentina <laughs> fan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As a, what a World Cup final. The combination of two big teams entertaining the world with top class displays from Sekuru Joa in Norton. Sekuru to Notenda Shukuru to Mangamurine Sunaspa Nefenuro. You know, your ZFM stereo, my station, your station. Guys, yesterday's final was great. I tell you, everything and every moment was just unbelievable. Mm. Yeah, I really enjoyed watching it. To me, that was the best ever. Thumbs up to Messi and company. I'm Chris Matope in Dombo Shava. Ah, this World Cup was absolutely something, guys. From the Saudi Arabian stunning of Argentina to South Korea waiting for 10 minutes to see if they had qualified for the last 16. <laughs> and then Messi making uh, Guardiol trend on Twitter. <laughs> the Croatian defender. Of course, Ronaldo's exit from the World Cup. And then, of course, we had the first female referees at a Men's World Cup. Japan hit the back uh, to shock Germany of all countries Morocco, Morocco, Morocco Morocco and of course we then had the Mbappe Messi show in the final Victor in Bolawayo he has of course uh, come out and uh, he says hi guys thanks for your beautiful show what an epic final the best I've watched Messi deserved to go out in style Mbappe what a player that's Vic out in Bolawayo he's not going out He's still around. <laughs> He's still around. <laughs> All right, we've stolen a minute from the news, but I think it was worth it to everyone if we don't manage to meet or see you a very Merry Christmas. We meet at Chan. <laughs> going to Chan, Chan in January. You're going to Chan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, may God richly bless you. Have a fantastic holiday, everybody. We'll be back in Jan in 2023. May God richly bless you. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Manande, out. It's Messi!
It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that the arrogance thing that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world, in front of any player in the world, and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Madod, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.